Hey, what's up, guys? We have Star Netlink here. Uh, she's encountered aliens and is part of the Starseed um, group. So how's it going, Star? How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. No problem. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself first? Uh, um, yeah, I, um, I am from the United States, originally from the state of Michigan. Um, <clears throat> I'm 26 years old. I'm a part-time student and a full-time employee. Um, I have been encountered with, um, I guess, aliens or off-worlders since my entire life. Um, I have also encountered um, paranormal activity as well. And I um, educate people about the metaphysics, spirituality, and the starseed community and UFOs on my YouTube channel called Starnet Link. Um, it's for people who have never heard about um, UFOs or aliens before and have never heard about the spiritual community and also about UFOs. And it's just where people who are just new or newly awakened starseeds can go and learn and learn about this stuff without um you know, without paying for stuff or just worrying about negative dogma is just a place where you can just learn about this type of stuff and go at your own pace. Yeah. So let's just start with the encounters then. Um, what were your, you've had like multiple encounters with aliens then? Yeah, I have multiple encounters with aliens since I was really young. And can you go over some of those? Uh, yeah, so, so technically I am a walk-in starseed. Um, a walk-in starseed is a person where a um, soul swaps souls with the host or like the body and continues um, living and growing up as a human in the soul. So essentially the soul that was originally in my body only wanted to experience um being in the womb being born and only living for like a couple of months but did not want to continue living so that's when they did the soul swap to have an actual soul like myself that wants to come in and actually continue living in a human body um Okay, but that is the soul, like the soul, is that like an alien that like kind of like wants to live yes, in a human body? I have, <clears throat> yes, I have physical memories of going back to the mothership or my stasis pod when I sleep at night. Um. So yes, so technically, yes, my soul is technically alien, but right now I am living as a human and a human body i'm living out my life as a human but i do have physical recall of my soul or my consciousness is whatever people want to call it going back to my stasis pod at night and transferring data and transferring data through my subconscious about what's going on with with humanity and the human collective in a sense Okay, so is like the goal kind of to is that kind of like the goal is to kind of like, well, for one, you said that the alien wanted to live in like the human body, but then also is like the goal for the alien to try and gather information about 
Yes. So I'm a walk-in starseed and typically people who are walk-in starseeds, they're just here to record what's happening with the planet and with human consciousness. And they bring data back to um, different ET groups that can use it to analyze what's going on with the human consciousness and the human growth of humanity in general. And um, I have met another walk-in I met another walking starseed as well, and he confirmed um, some of the stuff that I have been going through and essentially what a walking starseed technically does. So there are certain people that are just here. They are starseeds, but they're just here to like bring energy and bring healing energy to the planet. And then there are starseeds like us that record, and then there's other starseeds that have different missions or different purposes for Earth and how to get earth ready for um, what a lot of Sarsis call it, um, first contact. Okay, and so is this like kind of like an on, so this is like an ongoing thing. It's not like you just had like one encounter, like you- No, yeah, it's it's an ongoing thing, yes. Okay, and what's hap- um, what has happened, like so did the, the soul kind of take over your body? Like what happened to your- <clears throat> Well, since I guess like I was, your original soul. Yeah, so my original my original soul of this body only wanted to experience like a couple of months of birth. And then um in order for the transfer of souls to happen, um, I got sick when I was really, really young. And I remember my parents telling me this story over and over and over again when I was younger. Um, but um essentially um, I got really sick and I had to go to the hospital and um, the soul transfer happened in the hospital. So there were there were human doctors there helping me, but there were also, um, I guess you want to call it spirit doctors or angels, whatever people want to call them, um, in the hospital room with me helping with the soul transfer. Okay, so as I'm talking to you right now, though, you are the alien technically right just in yes you're an alien in your body yes technically yes my soul is not technically human or like technically not here but yes technically i am living as a human okay is there anything that you could tell us about the alien like culture uh, or like where, like, I guess where you came from, where the alien, um, I don't know if I should say you, or if I should say like the alien, you know, or I guess well, technically is my, you, right? Well, you can, um, well, <clears throat> well, technically right now toward to clear things up, I am human. I don't fully am, I guess, an alien until I die and actually go back to my mothership. But right now I'm currently living as a human. I have human memories. I have human emotions. I'm fully living as a human. Okay, so you're living as a human, but with the soul of the alien inside you. And yes. they're okay, so they're just they're just kind of like there inside you, like gathering data. But you're, um, you're yeah, you, I'm right? like a, okay. I'm like an information hub for them. Yes. Okay. Do you know anything about the? Um, <clears throat> alien, like where the alien came from or anything like that? 
Um, I do have um, memories of my home world and I do know some stuff, but sort of the sum things up, um, I mostly come from the Andromedan galaxy. So I'm, I'm, I am technically a um, Andromedan starseed, but I don't want to spread information about my race because um, it is imperative to protect them because they're the ones that are um, watching over my body and watching over my people and my collective and helping other starseeds as well. And if I start talking about them, um, it can put them in jeopardy. Okay. <clears throat> Even though, I mean, I don't, I don't know if we're going to like really be able to do too much our civilization to them. Right. I mean, yeah, we, um, started to get a backlog, my race, my particular race, um, is known in the galaxy as like a third party to the Galactic Federation or the Consodium as it's called. Um, we come in and assess what's going on. We are mostly called in when the planet is in dire straits, like the, there's no reversible change. We get called in to help races that are on a brink of extinction. Like for an example, they're sun and their solar system is about to collapse and they need to evacuate the entire planet. We're there to assist them to make sure that they can um, evacuate their planet safely and also find them a more sanctuary planet where they can start over and continue their civilization without creating war or conflict with other developing planets with developing civilizations on it. If that makes sense. Wait, so you like you're um, you're here to help us because we're going through extinction, or the other way around? Like your original. We we are mostly here as guardians. Um, from what I have learned, humanity civilization has collapsed at least three or four times in human history, and so we are also here to prevent other races that want to take advantage of earth, but the only reason why we can't fully, you know, come in and do our work is because we have to be invited in with the human collective, like the human collective or the government structure on the planet has to like physically call us and ask for our help for us to actually physically come in. And we also have to have very strict, um, rules and um guidelines for um order to come in okay but i mean so you're here to help us not the other way around but we're like it sounded like you were saying you're your yeah we're, we, also... we, yeah we come here to help okay so you guys are you guys are doing fine over there in the oh, yeah. galaxy okay and are you guys like a good <clears throat> Well, it sounds like you're here to help. So it sounds like you guys are like a good, um, I don't even know what to call it, a good civilization. Like, Yes, we're, we're technically third party. So we're technically neutral. 
in a sense, but we do help in. We don't really get into the Xena politics in this Pageant of the Galaxy. We're just here to um, help and assist, basically. We don't really get into the whole Xena politics unless we actually have to. What do you mean? What do you mean by the Xeno politics? Um, for like for an example, um, you have two different planets that are feuding with each other for, um, you know, <laughs> resources and planets, and usually we let them sort it out. But if though, like for an example, this type of feuding between two planets goes on for hundreds for a thousand years we usually get called into by the consodium or by our other galactic alliances to come in and sort things out so they can stop fighting and have peace in that quadrant of the galaxy um we also get called into some really really bizarre um missions that other stars that other races don't want to do be involved in or want to work with so we usually come in and help with that as well okay so when you were talking about the sun dying though are you talking you were you talking about our sun or your guys's sun our sun um many different races stars have died um due to war and conflict so there has been um casualties where we have to come in and assist and help I guess you want to call it colonies or evacuation people to a proper location for them to continue living their civilization. Okay. And is that currently happening with us? Like, do you feel like our son is. Oh, no. Your, well, we son, know. your son, your son is still very young. It still has a lot yeah. to go. It still has like three to 4 billion years of life left. So earth is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So you were talking about other, other. Um, yeah, I'm talking about other places races and other planets around in the Milky Way galaxy. Okay, and then as far so as far as your experiences go, like, does it happen every night that you go back to the? No, to the, it only um, happen. It only happens at certain um, certain times when there is, I guess, a certain shift or a certain type of energy that happens with the planet and it shifts me back to um my mothership or back to the okay. stasis pod and what's that like and where is the mothership is that back in your galaxy or is it like kind of like hovering around here or oh um it's sort of hovering around in the solar system i'm not really going to give in a general occasion of where it is but it's been hovering here for a very long time Okay, and as far as like um, <clears throat> what you can, I know you said you don't really want to say too much about their, I don't even know what you, to call it, like race or alien race or whatever, but um, them, but um, can you give us any information on them um, in terms of like maybe what they look like or, um, I mean, I know you've already said like they want to do good, they want to help us out. But um, like when you go back to the mothership and you see them, like, and what do they look like and all that? Um, so we have multiple different races that work on our mothership. So in order for my 
human brain to comprehend them without being scared or I guess you want to call it um bogged down by emotions or not being able to like function and give them the information um they usually um let me see their see them in more of a human form than their true form to order to not scare me but i have um seen them in many different i've seen many different species on board my on board my mother's ship and what do they look like or but you're you're saying like you kind of see them in their human form they're able to like make make it look like they're kind of like human yes so you don't see them in their like natural state or whatever no not unless <laughs> not unless um not unless i'm fully immersed in my um astral travel that's when they usually show my their true form but usually since I'm still connected to my human brain. Um, my human brain doesn't process things very well. So in order for my, I guess, human consciousness to grasp the reality of the environment that I am, they usually present, present themselves as more of a human form. Okay. And like when they take you up to the mothership, what's that like? Like, is it kind of like being like beamed up type thing or like? Um... No, it's like a very smooth transition. You don't, you don't feel anything. It's sort of like you're floating back to floating back. Okay. Sense. Like your soul's floating, floating up there. Can you see when you're, when you're floating to the mothership, are you able to see? yeah i'm able to see everything i'm able to like feel and sense everything of what my i guess you want to call it my alien body feels yes okay so you're able to almost like basically see you floating up to the mothership and you're able to see earth from space and, and everything else kind of yeah wow that must be pretty crazy um so when that happens too is your body still here just kind of yeah my body lifeless? is usually in a deep sleep or a deep trance in order for that to happen okay and is anybody um like if somebody came to like wake you up or whatever like would you just not wake up would you just be kind of like yeah i would be close like like i would still be breathing but it will look like i'm dead basically like i had this scenario scenario when it happened to me when i was a kid so what happened was a kid is that i fell asleep into a very deep trance and i was asleep for like one to three hours and my parents tried everything to wake me up and i woke up right at the point where they were about to call 911 because they just couldn't wake me up they didn't know if i hit my head and landed myself into a coma but they started freaking out and so um i bounced right back to my body and i woke up so yeah usually when i go back i'm like in a really really deep sleep almost to the point where i look like i'm dead okay and like you just yeah you just won't be able to wake up um, yeah okay so in terms of the alien stuff going on um like you know in the world right now or whatever um 
you know how like we've they've said like we've seen aliens and or we've seen ufos or whatever and we don't know what they are are those from your from your alien race or, or, no so no, those, those are, are visitors aliens. those are visitors usually the ones that fly up um are usually just visitors they're just passing through and then there are certain ufos um that have very very um i guess strict guidelines and protocols where they will fly over certain cities or fly over certain areas to um get people to it's sort of like an entertainment spectacle basically it's ordered to help people realize like oh what's that like oh there's more to life than what is actually perceived on earth and they just do that as sort of like entertainment stuff Okay. And are so they're not like none of them are like really like um there there are anything. a couple of visitors, I want to say visitors that really don't understand a whole lot about our human race. And so they like to investigate or explore certain areas where they're not supposed to go. And they stir up trouble, yes, but they have to learn that humans have their own boundaries and we have our own boundaries. So it's like there are instances where they, I guess, stir up trouble, but usually they get reprimanded or they usually um, get in huge trouble for doing stuff like that. Okay. And in terms of like the extinction, the human extinction, that's going on like uh, do you know why we're gonna be or why you think we'll go extinct um human race right now is not going extinct it's more concerned that the social collapse of humanity is going to collapse again the social and economic collapse on earth happened at least three or four times due to environmental issues due to religious influence and also with et influence and a bunch of other stuff that caused the social and economic collapse of human history throughout time okay and uh, so it's okay so it's social and economic collapse and then also possibly like global warming that type of thing no, there's nothing no. that people need to be concerned about with global warming. Everything that's happening on Earth is normal. Okay, so in terms of how would the social and economic collapse look like, would it just be kind of like just complete, this kind of like, like we wouldn't go extinct, we would just, everybody would just be like fighting and stuff like that? Um, Social anarchy, yeah, it would be sort of like what is seen in The Purge. Everyone will just be like killing each other and stuff like that? yeah over resources over territories um the government structure has completely collapsed there's no government structure um organizing or any structurally government structure whatsoever okay and why do you guys um care about how we do is it just because you just kind of like want good for all the civilizations or is there kind of like a balance that like you don't want? Any... Um, there's a balance. Um, Earth is very, very unique, not just because um, 
not just because of the human race or this backlog, but because this planet Earth um, is a semiotic and a semiotic planet, meaning that, yes, humans' genetics were altered to order to not be directly, I guess, connected to the planet in a sense, but we can still feel and understand the planet as a whole on another different spiritual level in a sense. But the reason why this planet is so important was because uh, what I've learned through some of the, I guess, regression, regression hypnosis that I learned is that a long time ago, um, the Galactic Federation wanted to use this planet as a central hub for many different many different races around the galaxy to talk about galactic affairs and xenopolitics around in the galaxy. And Earth was essentially that planet that they wanted to do that because Earth was very unique because it has, you know, water, it has many different environments where different races can survive and thrive in a sense. So it will be a perfect ideal place for this to happen. But I have also learned that Earth is very unique because it's sort of like a central hub for portal energy and interdimensional energy, ley lines that run through the planet. And this energy records stuff in our Milky Way galaxy where um, aliens can come due to the vast diversity of our planet. They can a sense, a sense like, this is happening here in this location might affect something out in the galaxy with other different solar systems or planets in the galaxy in the solar in different solar systems across the Milky Way galaxy. Okay, but you're you're actually from a different galaxy though, right? Andromeda galaxy. Yes. Okay, but you're still worried about the <clears throat> the Milky Way galaxy. Um, no, we just work in conjunction with them once in a while. We like to explore this section of the section of the galaxy. Like we already explored most of our, I guess, galaxy, and we're just here to help and assess, essentially. Okay. And you guys are way more, I'm assuming you guys are way more um What's the word? Like technolo technologically advanced than us, I'm assuming, if you're like helping us oh, and yeah. able to get yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. And how, how do you guys plan on helping our situation? Well, after it's already taking place right now, it's just under, under the scenes. Okay. Do you know how, though? Is it just kind of like, like, there are they? Kind no, of like I can't. I can't really go into it as much due to the fact that it can put a lot of people into jeopardy but um behind the scenes they're they're here they're they're working behind the scenes okay and they're kind of using you and other people to right to help right yeah or at least gather data yeah yeah okay so in terms of like yeah so in terms of technology technologically advanced civilization that you guys are what do you guys do you know about have you been back to the planet or just the mothership just the mothership do you know what kinds of things that they're doing 
um, that are like super tech- technologically advanced as far as like like we have allies like what their world them. looks like kind of um like i i only remember what my home planet looks like i just don't remember what other planets look like a lot of star seeds um when they come to earth a lot of their memories get erased so only like their core memories are intact or in place and usually these core memories are from their childhood and early adult life and so that's with me like i remember my home planet i remember where i grew up the people that i grew up with but i don't have memory or recollection of any other worlds or places that i have gone to Okay, so what's your home planet like? Um, it's very similar to Earth, but the only difference is is that we have most of our planet is like seventy five percent land and twenty five percent water. Okay, unlike us, which is mostly water, right? Yeah. But in terms of like the technology, like what would you say is different about it than here? Um, like you know, um, f- like flying cars type stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like what's the future potentially um, going to look it's, like? It's I guess sort of similar to like the Star Wars. Um, the put it is similar to like Star Wars and Star Treks, similar to that type of technology, but it's. I guess rudimentarily, like some of the technology is so far advanced that you just linking your mind or saying something that can can automatically appear. Um, We do have like entertainment sections where people can go and play and so realistic. Um, But, but we don't really focus on the technology that we have we're mostly about connecting on more of a I guess on a more family connection like we value family values we value friendship and humbleness and stuff we don't really worry about um I guess economics or um war or anything like that we're just basically in a sense in a sense there's learning to work together in a more peaceful and harmonious way basically that's basically how i can describe it um in some aspects there are certain races that do not understand the concept of money like for an instance um they don't understand like the reason why we have to buy for food I usually talk to those races a lot. Like they don't understand the reason why humans have to buy for food. Um, I talk to a lot of other races that talk to me and say that what I'm doing for work is considered slave labor. Um, And essentially like they don't understand why there are so many different hurdles for a person to live out their life peacefully and harmoniously. And so I try to educate, like, this is the reason why. 
and they still don't understand it because of the terminology is different from a human to their perception. So basically I'm like a, I guess, translator in a sense, but yeah, the only way that I can fully understand and compromise under help people understand is that um, they're here to learn about us and we're here to learn about them. But there are certain aspects of our civilization that they don't want, and there's good parts of our civilization that they do want, but is learning to work with us with our multicultural diversity of our planet. Okay. <clears throat> and in terms of the, like, the no money thing, uh, well, I agree with you on that, like, you know, um, all of that, but... Um, how do how, how are they living like economically do you know like is it just like everything is kind of like a shared thing everyone just kind of like living in in harmony together and sharing or like do you know yeah basically like i don't really get into the whole economic portion basically um i'm not really that type of person to be honest like i don't really I know, remember how our economic was set up due to the fact that I wasn't really grown up in that type of, I guess, sector of life. Like I grew up um, learning to become a civil engineer and scientist. I wasn't really a person to grow up and become a ambassador or a person, economics person, or like what people call an accountant or economist. So there are certain people that overlook things and there are basically basically the the basically the term that i have found we mostly live like a we're in a commune okay and then you said like you have a uh picture that you took when you were younger well actually sorry first i want to ask you about the religion um are you religious at all or no I left religion when I was 16. Okay. So once again, I don't really know if I'm talking to you or the alien in terms of that. Like, I'm human. You, I'm, I'm, so, I'm human. You can, yeah, you're talking to me. And like, okay. I'm, so you, so you, okay. So you as a human um, aren't religious. Do you know anything about, does the alien, I guess, know anything about religion in terms of, um, I guess uh, evolution or like I, cre I creation. I can understand that you're having a hard time understanding. Like I'm human. Like my soul is, my soul right now is human. Like I'm living in a human body. So that in the way that I help you, I'm fully myself, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It just sometimes I think you also refer to yourself as kind of like, the alien or like you'll say we as the alien so yeah i'm talking about my um people in the collective yeah okay so okay so um in terms of the well like would the alien be able to give you information on stuff i mean it must right because you're a because you're also a yeah it's i don't know it's just like confusing to me because it's like kind of almost seems like two separate like there's you as the human and then there's the the alien inside you um well in terms of the uh, in terms of religion you're not religious but does the alien know anything about where where we all came from like in terms of like evolution or creation 
Um, yeah, that's a really complicated story, to be honest. But though, basically, to sum it up, humans were naturally evolving on Earth before a race came in and altered their genetic or a genetic genome. There is evidence of this. Other races have talked about it. Um, essentially, there's two. There's about three different reasons on why they did it. Number one um, was more on a scientific level. They were curious of how our race would evolve, so they did it. They also did it because they didn't want the re. They didn't really want our race to develop and become a semiotic or symbiote planet, so they altered it so that our so essentially what the semionic planet means is that if the race, like the human race dies due to disease, the planet will die as well. And some parts of the planet will die and will reheal itself and develop another um, or cultivate another young race to be the caretakers of the planet in a sense. But in a sense, what a symbiotic planet is, is basically if the race dies, the planet dies as well. And if the planet dies, the race dies as well. Okay. In a, sense, saying... in a sense, what I mean, a sense, what I mean is that when the planet starts to die, the race starts to become infertile. They cannot produce offspring. Um, they live shorter, really short lives. And um, they die quicker. Basically, they're infected with diseases. Basically, that's basically what a semiotic or a semiotic planet is. Okay, and so you're saying some other, like, other alien civilization came here to kind of, like, yeah. give life, that theory? Like, what's that, or, yeah, what is that? Isn't, like, there a word for that theory, like, that, like, we're essentially well, humans aliens? Were naturally, humans were naturally evolving on this planet. They didn't just... They didn't seed this planet like other planets in the galaxy. They just like, like, oh, Earth is thriving. It has life. Let's go check it out. And they're like, they're living here for umpteen amount of thousands and thousands of years. And then they start to realize that the natives like us are developing, starting to have a awareness, a consciousness, a somewhat government structure maybe not like the government structure that we have, but some form of it developing. And they're like, and that's when that's when the Galactic Federation comes in and assess things and be like, okay, this young race is evolving, starting to have awareness and intelligence. It's time for you guys to leave or learn to coexist with them. Okay, but do you know anything about how we got here in the first place like were we created did we just evolve? like is it from the big is everything from the big bang do we do you know or i guess yeah everything the is from know? the big bang yeah okay and then so there is no god basically oh yeah there is a god it's just more of like a consciousness and not really like a physical entity okay <clears throat> All right. So, yeah, you also mentioned like you took a picture, I think, when you were like 16 or something. And I th I think you put up the picture, right? Was that the picture that you were talking about that you put up? Um, and that was of. It looked kind of like a, you know, astronomy picture or whatever of space. Was that of like the aliens or. 
Yeah, so the picture that's on my YouTube channel or in my videos, which is like a six minute video, um, there's two beings that showed up in my room. One you can see in the window and one towards the foot of my bed. I took those when I was 16 and I'm a, they're from the gray race. So basically they're like little visitors coming in and assessing things and learning, learning. That's basically what I was like talking about where the older one is walking through the window and the younger one is exploring and looking around. Um, so it's like a learning moment for me and it's also a learning moment for them as well. But it's essentially, yeah, they came to visit. Um, I have learned that, um, I have learned over the years that when you're in a certain vibrational frequency or or in a certain environment, you can see them. And when you're not, I guess, energetically in tuned, you don't really see them. But there are certain functions on a camera where you can use order to like take photos and pictures of them. And I found out when I was young that in order to take photos of them, I can't really take photos of them like on my phone regularly. Like I have to take pictures of them in night vision to order to like capture them and stuff. Okay. Was that taken with your, with a phone or was that taken with a, an actual like DSLR camera? Um, it was taken with my phone. Um, like, like I explained in the video, um, I took it with my phone. Um, there was an app on my phone that I downloaded and I took a picture through the app to order to like capture them on my phone. Okay. Do you have that picture with you right now? I don't, I don't have it on me. Um, do you have a, a, the picture or no? If not, it's fine. Yeah, I still have it. Look I at just it after. have to dig. I just have to dig through my photo album to order to find it. Yeah, it's fine. We'll just, um, you know, link it afterwards. Um, so yeah, in terms of um, the Starseed group, um, can you speak on that at all? Like um, you, yeah, yeah. There, there is a lot of newly awakened starseed and information that a lot of starseeds are learning. I think right now with the starseed community, I think we're just having a hard time focusing on um communicating with each other. If that makes sense, there seems to be a lot of communication distortion happening amongst the starseed community. And a lot of different disinformation, but with the Starcy community, it's just we're a place where people can talk about stuff. A lot of new newer Starcy's like to go there and talk about how hard it is to function and live a life as a human. They don't really understand. It's usually we usually the Starcy community is where newer and younger Starcy's can go and talk, or older Starcy's can go and talk with other older Starcy's that have been around for a really long time. And they just talk about certain stuff. It's just basically where they can reconnect with other people like themselves. Okay, and that's all on Reddit, right? It's on Reddit. It's a, it's on Facebook. Um, it's on a couple of other internet forms. Like a long time ago in the early 2000s, um, there was an actual website called International Star Seed. And that's where a lot of star seeds went to go and talk before the site got shut down or hacked in a sense. 
but yeah, there's many different platforms and different areas where people like starseeds like us go and talk and spread information. Why did it get shut down or hacked? Do you know? Um, we believe it was that there was some sort of um, personal conflict going on with the creator of the account. Um, the creator of the account was probably not um, doing enough to screen people before they went on. And essentially, I think it was some sort of personal conflict that got the site shut down and hacked. Okay. I can only like see your like half of your face. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. No problem. So, um, yeah. So, in terms of the Starseed community now, how many people are involved, or uh, you know, in that group? Um, it varies from time to time, but I know that certain groups on Facebook have like three to four thousand people in it. I know on Reddit, there's like close to like 30,000. There's a site on Facebook that says there's over like 144,000 souls that are supposed to be starseed. I don't really believe that in a sense, but it varies from time to time of how many people. A lot of starseeds don't really like to talk about or open up as a sense due to the social and religious backlash that we get sometimes, but we're out there that we'd like to talk basically it's in a sense the way that I put it it's not really like an organized group it's just it's sort of like a social media group where starseeds can like go and talk and communicate with each other and they're all starseeds on in the group every one of them is. Like I want to say I want to say all of them are starseeds I would say a vast majority of them are, but I do believe that others are just there to like look at stuff and observe stuff and like learn pieces of information. The way that I have learned it, and I'm going to tell people this, I do not believe that every human on this planet is a starseed. I don't believe that theory. I do believe that there are certain individuals on this planet like myself that are true starseeds. I don't believe that every human on this planet is a starseed. Oh, so some people believe that every human on the planet is a starseed. Yes. I go to a therapy group and they fully believe that every human on this planet is a starseed, but we have forgotten who we are. What would be like the point of that if every human is a starseed? It would help speed up the consciousness and collective of humanity to remember and regain its consciousness to order to help fully establish a more prosperous civilization here on this planet. Oh, so that like they would take over everybody's body, make things no, better. No, it's leave? no. It's not where they take over everybody. It's more like awakening. Like they're here, they've been born on this planet, they are human. It's just they have forgotten who they are and where they come from. Oh, so that would be like the whole theory where we are all aliens, essentially. We all came from another planet. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so in turn back to the religion thing real quick. And then um, do you like do you know where we go when we die? Like, is there a oh yeah, there's an afterlife, yeah. But it's totally not what many religions 
think it is. Okay. Do you know what it is or? Um, the way that I put it, the best description is, is sort of like when you die, you go to like a waiting room and you reserve everything about your life. And the best, the best description of it comes from Dolores Canyon books called Life After Death. And she fully explains the process of the afterlife in a concept that a lot of people might understand and it's the best concept or construct that I have found that fully explains the process of the afterlife okay and then in terms of what we know like you know I asked you before about the aliens that we're seeing and all that what the government knows um I don't know if you know about like do you know about Tom DeLonge at all from like Blink-182 you know the no. band Blink-182 you know the band Blink One Eighty Two? Oh, you don't. So they're they're a band. They're like what well, they were one of my favorite bands. One of the guys, and there's you know obviously you know there's a lot of people like this, but he um, started this group called To the Stars Foundation because he says he's been given information about aliens and he's like knows about aliens, but then he's also talking with the government. That's one person. Um, there's another guy who's been on. Joe Rogan, I'm like forgetting his name, but he's like the most famous guy. He said he like worked in um, Area 51 and like saw things. I'm forgetting his name. Um, but anyways, in terms of what we know or what the government knows, do you think we, what we do, do we know everything or? Our government, our government structures things that they know everything, but they really don't um there is a lot of backlash happening so the way that I put it and the way that I'm going to explain it to people to have the understanding so there are races that want to come and visit us that are positive there are races that are negative our government structure is trying to figure out who is positive and who is negative who is here to actually help us and who is not here to help us or take advantage of us that's what's going on right now we have been taking we have Earth humans right now have been, take, been taken advantage of for a really long time. And I think our government structure is starting to see that and starting to figure out who is really here to help us. In a nutshell, in the way that I explain it to people, Earth humans are a very, very young race, a very, very curious, naive, young race. And we want to explore, explore the vastness of the galaxy but we really don't understand what we're getting ourselves into and we're so ambitious and so we over inflate things so much about our capabilities that a lot of races are like we don't really know if we can actually trust you but we'll just keep you on a leash and see what you guys do with it in a sense that's the way that's the way that i see it so in a sense like in a sense that our government structure like 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 we're the greatest blah 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 in a sense and they want to work with ets they have been working with ets for a long time it's just that they won't tell people due to the fact that it will scare a lot of people and if they come out and tell people that aliens are real um the religious sectors will crumble um it will cause a lot of social and economic chaos if they tell people that aliens are real on this planet or somewhat real in a sense um there are um 
and the way the way that I put it and the way that I tell people is that there are the good aliens that have that want to come to Earth, but they have to deal with our government structure first before they can come to the general population. And they really do not like our government structure whatsoever. They would rather skip the part of talking to our government and just go straight to the people and have a good time, basically. In a sense, a sense they don't really like our government structure because in a sense, our government structure doesn't know what they're doing sometimes. And they're a little bit over ambitious, but there are cases where they will work with they will work with our government and try to explain stuff but they just know that we're just not ready to deal with anything outside the scope of our planet basically due to of so much civil unrest that's going on with our planet so and the way that the way that i describe it is is that they love the public sector the general public sector of earth they love coming to earth and interacting with us and have a good time they're like the type of race that wants to show up over a campfire and drink beers with humans or go to entertainment spots and just have fun and learn to experience what it's like to be a human basically they love coming to earth but they just cannot fully come here until the um human consciousness wakes up and learns that um gets over the social problems that we have and also to learn to have a more better relationship with our government okay and they're obvious they're obviously fine with you coming out and give like giving all your information on well i don't really have a whole lot of information that the government doesn't already know so it's like I'm not really here to like bash the government or like bash anything. Like I'm not saying anything that would make them think that I'm a security threat or anything. I'm just basically like, hey, aliens are real. You can believe me or not believe me. And most general, most general public or the people that I talk to will think that I'm crazy or stupid and will not believe me essentially. So they have done a really good job of doing that to people. And I have seen the government structure, like certain people from the SSP who start talking about different government programs, and they can end up being dead within a couple of a couple of months due to the information that they spread. So it does happen, but I'm not really giving out any sort of precious information. I'm just basically talking about general information that they already don't have already in their hands. Yeah. So in terms of your day to day life, like, um, do you talk about it a lot with people? No, 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 I can't. Um, a lot of Cersei's are mostly stuck inside their little bubble. Um, but if Cersei's are actually doing their work, um, I would have been able to talk about this people at my work or talk about this with in the business scope of things. Like I would be able to have a strike up a conversation without being um, being bewildered as like, what you're talking about is blasphemy. You're talking to demons, you're like religious sector. Like, no, I can't talk about this stuff because I know that Cersei's are not really doing their work. If they were really doing their work, we wouldn't be having a lot of social and economic issues that we're having right now. 
Okay. And um, you, you mentioned like the therapy, like, do you, do you have like a therapy group? Um, it's like, a, it's like a therapy slash support group that I go to. Um, I give it to people on Reddit and a couple of other places, like on my YouTube channel that people like, for an example, like if you're an experiencer or <clears throat> newly awakened starseed and you want to talk to people like you're having, you want to talk to people like on a daily basis about stuff and different topics, I offer that as well. Um, but essentially, um, essentially, there are other therapy groups. It's just I like this therapy group because it's more structured in a sense. Okay. And is the therapy group like, do you go in person to it or is it like online? No, it's, it's, it's online and virtual. It's on Zoom. Okay. Um, I think like we, I think I covered everything and we're at like the about the hour mark. So if there's anything that I either forgot to ask you about, which I mean, I'm, I'm new to obviously this subject matter. So I don't really know too much about aliens um, or ETs or whatever. Um, so if I miss anything, let us know. Then also um, go ahead and like um, plug your YouTube channel, anything else you want to plug with the star C group that we talked about on reddit or whatever else and then i also like to ask um are there any good like uh podcasts movies music tv shows that you're into it could either obviously be about aliens or whatever or it could just be anything that you're into uh i know that was a lot but uh <laughs> i know i asked a lot of well, questions well if at people once, but... like the one thing is that if people really want to like like experience what life would be like if we actually had first the first disclosure um i would recommend a lot of people to start watching the star trek series because even though that it's based on a human concept and a human construct and it has elements of Christianity in it, the overlay or the core of it explains a lot to order to help people understand what it would truly look like and understand what it would truly be to be working with ETs and off-worlders on a more peaceful and harmonic way. Okay, so Star Trek's kind of like the best thing to watch that's yeah. the most realistic kind of yes okay what about um do you do you have a podcast or no it's just your, your youtube channel yeah it's just my youtube channel okay in terms of podcasts i guess are there any good podcasts to listen to on it uh no not that i know of no no okay so mainly just star trek okay so then also one last question um in terms of like your family and close friends like how do they feel about it like have you talked to them no i can't talk to my own family about this no oh so your family doesn't even know about it yeah i keep oh, them wow. out of it i i i yeah i can't like i tried to talk to them about it but it ended up in disaster basically to the point of them almost trying to hop hopalize me when i was younger 
So yeah, I learned the hard way to never ever speak the, about this to my family. Yeah. What if they like, you know, I doubt they will watch this, but like, what if they watched this or something else? Like, or what if they like saw your YouTube channel or whatever? Um, I would explain it to them the best that I can, but if they're having a hard time dealing with it, I probably might have to cut them off. Yeah. Completely. What about close friends? You tell them or no? I don't really have any close friends. No. Okay. So you're just kind of like a solo person or like a yeah do your own thing okay cool so yeah once again your youtube channel is um was it starseed or or no it's starnet link yes starnet link okay so everyone go to starnet link uh thanks for coming on and explaining everything hopefully i, did, I didn't forget anything is there anything else that you want to throw in there or want to say that um i missed um yeah, my YouTube channel, our Starnet Link, is basically a place where people can learn about some of the stuff that I talk to. Um, a lot of Starseeds think that is general information, but for a lot of people, especially that are newly awakened, don't really understand that it's not really prevalent or known about information. So people who want like get a Kickstarter or a jumpstart into learning about some of the stuff that I talk about, um, basically that's where you can go on to my YouTube channel and learn about stuff. Okay. And then, and then also one last question again is, um, have you been on any other podcasts and talked about it like this one? Yes, I have. I have gone to UFO Chronicles on Twitter. I went to them, but they have never published my episode onto their platform probably due to the fact that I didn't really I think I was too far I guess advanced in my experiences so they never really published my episode I just had one of another interview on another podcast just published today um, which is on Drinkle Clock I think that's what it's called it's on Spotify um I had another um, interview with another guy, but I don't think he published it due to the fact that he didn't feel that he was ready to publish it due to the fact that he didn't know a whole lot about what I was talking about. So he didn't really publish it. Um, but um, I only had one podcast so far that actually published my story. There has it. been... I have been on a YouTube channel. Like the first time that I ever went public was on YouTube. Um, but um, I think that YouTube channel is no longer active as of right now. But I only had like one podcast so far that has actually published my published my episode. Okay, how did they all respond to it when you were talking with them? They seem like they seem like they were really interested and curious, but every single time that I tried to um, contact them, they never really respond to me at all. I don't think that they were ready to release that episode. Yeah, it's a it's yeah, it's a it's a hard thing to um, take in if you don't know about it. You know what I mean? So um, it might be kind of like crazy for some people but yeah oh yeah so. yeah i like i totally understand that most of what i'm talking about is extremely crazy to people 
Um, but I have met people that have more stranger stories than that I have that would basically um, probably not really want people to know about. I have known some really, really interesting and strange stories from Star Seeds. Yeah. Well, if you if you if you know anyone who has who wants to come on and tell their strange story, let me know. But yeah. Yeah, I will definitely will. Okay. Thanks for coming on, Star. Um, yeah, it was thank nice you talking so much to you. for having me. No problem. Okay, bye. Bye.